Welcome to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. I'm your host, Joe, and today we're going to be discussing bias in the media. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today we're going to be, as I said, discussing media bias. I don't know about you guys, but anymore I'm reading five online newspapers. I'm looking at four or five different news shows, online platforms to try and discern any type of truth in what's going on in the world today. We know ever since President Trump was elected, there's been a huge media slant and bias. According to uh, the Harvard study, in his first 100 days of his presidency, 98% of all news media reports on President Trump were negative. 98% were negative. So apparently in his first 100 days, President Trump did absolutely nothing worth newsworthy. We know this is false. We know the media has a very liberal bias slant. And it's fairly obvious that it's just an arm of the Democratic Party in some instances. When we look at the same figures uh, from the Pew Research Center on President Obama's first 100 days, only 20% were negative. And throughout his presidency, he only has about a 22% negative rate of uh, news media against him. So, apparently, everything he did was great. Benghazi, uh, giving Iran $1.5 billion, none of that was negative at all. So, as we can see from these studies right off the bat, that there is a big negative slant. Last year, over the summer, the Harvard Institute uh, also did another study and found that last summer, 91% of the news media was a negative focus towards this current administration. You know, we see that right now with this coronavirus. If you turn on CNN, MSNBC, you think the world is ending. People are hoarding toilet paper. People are hoarding sanitizer. People feel that the world is ending if you watch those channels. My son watches CNN, and he calls us every day to make sure we don't have the coronavirus because he's that worried and upset about it when there's only six, seven cases here in Omaha? It's because the media is driving this. And what has this caused? What's been a result of this? As we see, it's going to cost Omaha, my hometown, quite a bit of money. I think we're uh, seeing we're going to lose approximately $75 million without the NCAA College World Series here in town. We're also slated to lose about $25 million from not hosting the first round of the NCAA tournament. And think about all these other towns and other cities where this has gotten to a fever pitch. The NBA's canceled, the NFL, uh, the NHL, the Major League Baseball. They've all been postponed. There's no basketball tournament this year. There's absolutely no March Madness at all. Because we have 1,200 cases of coronavirus in the U.S. and 35 people dead from it. I'm telling you, the flu is still going to kill you more. There's 20,000 deaths by the flu, and we didn't cancel anything. You know, let's look to the coverage that the media gave during the swine flu crisis of uh, 2009. You know, we know 61 million people in the U.S. were infected. 61 million, and about 12,430 people died. Was anything canceled back then? Can anybody remember anything being canceled in 2009 because of the swine flu? I sure don't remember anything. 
if you do, go ahead and, you know, get on my Facebook page and let me know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't remember anything being canceled. I don't remember the media telling us to hoard things or that the inn was near or that we needed to stockpile on ramen and toilet paper and hand sanitizer. I don't remember any negative coverage about it at all. But yet we have this brand new virus, which nobody's ever seen before, and suddenly nobody's doing a good job in this administration. I find that very hard to believe. You know, I'm on Facebook quite a bit, and a lot of my friends are posting things about how they're actually wishing people will get sick because the coronavirus will be the downfall of President Trump. So there are people on Facebook wishing that Americans get sick from coronavirus to disprove this administration's response. First of all, I find that very sickening that people would want their friends and family and other citizens of this United States to become sick simply to prove a point. But that, that's what we've come to with this negative TV coverage. We can't be excited that, you know, we're closing borders, that we have, you know, he's uh, wants to stop your payroll taxes. He's gotten insurance companies to uh, not allow the co-pay for coronavirus testing and treatment. Um, he's also allowing people to get paid if their businesses are shut because of the coronavirus. Um, you know, we're in partnership uh, with several companies and corporations now and, and pharmaceutical companies. We've deregulated some of these CDC regulations that the Obama administration put in so that we can get drugs and things quicker to you, the American public. We've also deregulated some regulations so we can get new drugs and new supplies going as China continues to threaten our supply of, of basic goods to produce these antibiotics. I believe that China holds 95% of the world's market uh, for the production of antibiotics. Now, to me, that's very scary. I think I would be excited if this president was doing stuff like that to make sure that we're not dependent on China. But apparently, that's racist. Calling this the China virus or the Wuhan virus is now racist. So once again, the media likes to play that racist card where we just completely devalue what racism truly is. We simply call everything racist. We're even seeing the own Democratic Party come out with a media's bias slant towards Bernie Sanders. I mean, you look at CNN and MSNBC and all the coverage that they're giving to all the other candidates, although there's only Joe Biden now left against Sanders. But we see that anything they put on about Bernie Sanders is negative. CNN and MSNBC um, are calling Sanders crazy. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't have a plan. I mean, we all know that. But the absolute bias of them to get you to vote for Biden instead of allowing Bernie Sanders' ideas to be brought to the forefront. I mean, this happened in the last election to poor Bernie. In 2016, they did the exact same thing. Except they cheated even more. They gave the questions to Hillary Clinton as far as the debate questions. I mean, you see Hillary Clinton going on TV now bashing Bernie Sanders every chance she gets, calling him crazy and that his ideas are out of touch with the Democratic Party. I mean, the media, the Democratic arm of the media is being used to silence Democrats. It, it's gotten to that point. Let's look back on uh, some other things of media bias during this current administration. I'm sure we all remember the Kavanaugh hearings, uh, where Justice Kavanaugh was being uh, having hearings to become the new Supreme Court justice. 
and we definitely saw the media bias and the media slant to put anybody and everybody on TV who had anything to say against his past. And who was the dear of all this? Michael Avenatti, the lawyer who represented Stormy Daniels. I believe, according to what I read, that he was on CNN and MSNBC over 150 times bashing President Trump, accusing President Trump of doing these things, accusing Justice Kavanaugh of doing all these crazy things, finding new witnesses to say that Justice Kavanaugh had did stuff to them, even though the witnesses they presented testified otherwise. But what happened to Michael Avenatti? Oh, wait, that's right, he's in prison right now because he was convicted of trying to extort Nike out of $25 million. Him and his partner uh, were going out there to them for some type of racial bias suit, and he went into a meeting where he was recorded by Nike officials trying to extort them, and he was found guilty of that. Now, did you hear anything about that on CNN or MSNBC? This is what I heard on the coverage. Exactly, crickets. We heard absolutely nothing from CNN trying to distance itself from uh, Avenatti. We heard nothing from MSNBC saying that he's been convicted and we shouldn't believe him. In fact, CNN was touting him as a possible presidential candidate because of his vast knowledge and how great he was. Um, But yet we can't go back. They can't go back and take that back because that would look like they were wrong. So we just say absolutely nothing about it. And how about uh, the Covington kids? There's another one. We all know what happened to the Covington kids. Um, How a soundbite and footage that was doctored to show exactly what needed to be shown to get the slant that they needed on CNN and MSNBC had these kids targeted as, you know, white privilege and they were racist to this Indian guy. But, but what recently happened to that? Oh, I, I, I see that he won a lawsuit victory over CNN. CNN actually settled out of court um, on his libel suit against them. And what did we hear on the coverage again? Right, absolutely nothing. I, I, I can see why CNN won't show anything, but MSNBC... Neither one of those channels uh, devoted any type of coverage. The nightly news, uh, you know, ABC, CBS, NBC, none of them really devoted any type of coverage to this at all. Um, I'm sure some of you know of Don Lemming. Uh, he's posing as a journalist on CNN. Um, I don't know if you guys recall, about two and a half, three months ago, he had a couple of guests on, and they, in fact, made fun of Americans who voted for Trump. They called Trump supporters stupid. Um, they tried to talk in sarcastic voices like they were speaking like like the people who voted for Trump were. And he was laughing the entire time. You know, Don Lemon's also come out and called Trump a Nazi, called Trump all sorts of words. And what happens to these people? I'd play the crickets again, but you know where I'm going on this. Absolutely nothing. You know, no coverage of this, no coverage on any other news channels of people being U.S. citizens being made fun of by the news. 
Um, and in fact, you know, Don Lemon currently has a sexual harassment case against him um, where he sexually harassed a man up in, this was in the Hamptons, where Don Lemon put his hands down his pants and put it in a guy's face. Um, this gentleman filed a lawsuit against him. Um, CNN never responded. Uh, Don Lemon actually tried to settle out of court with this gentleman, but he has decided he wants it to go forward. So what happens with Don Lemon? He's all big about this Me Too movement, but yet he's out harassing people. Absolutely nothing. The media doesn't cover it. I've seen nothing about this man's suit, even though there's many witnesses that it occurred. You see nothing on any news channel about this. Why? Because it makes these people who are the spokespeople look bad. And who wants to make them look bad? Obviously, they don't because it's going to hurt their ratings, it's going to hurt their money, if they even have any ratings left. You know, let's look at another incident. Uh, Joe Biden on the campaign trail. How many times have we seen Joe Biden, one, not know where he is, two, not know what he's running for, three, not even know his own wife? I mean, it's a continuous series of, of, of gaffes on the campaign trail. I am running for the Senate. No, you're running for the president. My son was the Attorney General of the United States. No, he wasn't. But there's no coverage on this. You know, President Trump mixes up some words, and suddenly he's unfit, he's uh, deranged, he has Alzheimer's. But Joe Biden can continue to say whatever he wants. And I don't know if you guys saw, he was up in Detroit with some auto workers, and a gentleman was questioning about his Second Amendment rights, and... Uh, Joe Biden called him a a piece of blank, a piece of shit, uh, called him an asshole, um, and asked the guy if he wanted to take it outside. But we get no coverage of this. Why wouldn't somebody be covering this? This man wants to be the president of the United States, but he can't take criticism or he can't answer questions without threatening somebody. I mean, we saw this behavior in Iowa in the early primaries where he threatened an 80-year-old man and wanted to take him outside and beat him up too because he questioned him about his son's role in Burisma. But we don't hear anything about that. But President Trump, like I said, mixes up a few words and, oh my gosh, how can he be president? He's so unpresidential. But yet Joe Biden has called people names time and time again. I believe this is the fourth or fifth time this has happened. But you hear absolutely nothing about it on the coverage. Because the Democratic Party needs somebody to go against Trump, and they feel obviously Biden's the best choice. So they're going to promote whatever story and whatever storyline and whatever sound bites they need to make this happen, whether it's the truth or not. And let's look at all the coverage as far as the closing of the border and uh, children being jailed and building the wall. We saw time and time again where news media was caught framing pictures, fixing pictures, using pictures from when Obama actually put kids in cages. And they were called on this, and it was never refuted. They never took it back. So now, anytime you mention border walls or border security with anybody, all you hear is, oh, Trump jails children. You know what? It started with Clinton is where this policy started. And Obama built more cages than Trump ever has. So, 
You're not going to get that if you watch the news. You're not going to see that. They're going to show you a picture of kids in cages, even though it's from the Obama era, and claim that it's Trump doing that. You know, you have AOC going down to the border and demanding that she be let in and the horrible conditions. And they're being disruptive. A congressional delegation is down there disrupting what Homeland Security is trying to do so they can get a sound bite, so they can get that slant on the news instead of actually showing what is going on down there, which is nothing like they're showing. These people are being fed, they're being clothed, they're trying to get children out as quick as possible, they're trying to get families reunited. But you wouldn't know that from the media coverage because the media coverage is showing you pictures from the Obama administration. It seems like everything going on in the media now has already been done by the Democrats, but now they're trying to show the Republicans are doing it. So anything that's ever been in a bad light now is suddenly the other side's doing it. And to me, it's just, it's just frustrating. To turn on the news and not know the truth anymore is just frustrating. I'm 52 years old. You know, I'm used to the evening news being truthful, being told without a slant. Here is the news, not here's the Democratic version of the news. Here's the Republican version of the news. Here's my take so I can sell more ads or get more clicks on social media. It was just the truth. I don't really know what the answer is. I mean, I see Trump is now suing, President Trump suing CNN for libel. Uh, Ellen Dershowitz is thinking about suing CNN for libel. I mean, these people need to be held accountable. The New York Times can't print whatever it wants whether it's true or not, and actually stand behind some form of journalistic integrity. If you're posting stories that are false, you take it down because it's false, but you don't have any retraction of what you printed was false. That's just wrong. Where's the journalistic integrity in that? Is there any journalistic integrity anymore? If any of you are journalism students or you're a journalist, please go to my Facebook page, Joe's Common Sense, and let me know if there's any integrity anymore in your industry. Basically, now all I see are journalists as a sell-off. They're going to write the stories, it's going to get the clicks, it's going to get the money, regardless of whether it's the truth or not. And that leaves us as citizens in a sad state of affairs where we can no longer trust anything that we hear. We used to be able to. When the president spoke, we used to be able to trust him. But now it's easier to put everything into a bad light, a poor light, by manipulating the sound and sound bites on the, on the news, on the TV. So it makes it look like we can't trust anybody anymore because everybody's lying. We need to hold people responsible. You need to hold your newspapers responsible. You need to hold TV stations responsible for what they do. If not, who's going to do it? All right, thank you very much for joining me on Joe's Common Sense. Uh, now you can find me on Alexa. Ask Alexa to find me, and she can. I'm also on Apple, TuneIn, and Spotify. Thank you very much.